as a kid, my mother and my grandmother really, she used to go to, I don't know if y'all know about the candle lady. You know about the candle lady? Mm -hmm. So it's a person who sells candles and it's a storefront. But inside of the candle store is a room where you go in the back and the lady reads you, but she does terrible. Oh, okay. Like okay. So as a kid, I would go into this place and have to sit there for hours <laughs> while my mom is in this room talking to this Mexican lady about God knows what, trying to solve all her problems. Mm. Okay. So from then on, I just was like, you know what? I don't really fuck. With <laughs> but then today, I did a little research. I hit up my therapist, Chat GPT. I said, is Tara bad? <laughs> Not. <laughs> I said, is Tara bad? And she said, nah. Tara is okay. You have to go into it with a good heart. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day, bitches. We are in it. We are in fine zaddy season. I love fine zaddy June. Ain't nothing like a bunch of men on a hump day. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing like different different boo every Wednesday. Different dick every Wednesday. <laughs> new, who this new dick new Wednesday? <laughs> we have some new dick in our seat to the left. <laughs> Other oh, people are going to love this. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, well, how are you, first of all? You good? I'm good. Yeah, you happy? I'm happy. I'm blessed. Yeah. You woke up. I woke up. I don't know if I'm, th I don't know when this comes out. I don't know if I'm 35 yet. I don't know if I'm approaching 35. I don't know. But <laughs> this, is the, this is the month of 35-year-old Mila, which means it's my grown and sexy season, baby. Oh, grown and sexy. Is that what 35 means to you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you've never been to the clubs. It's like, you know, it's 35 and up. Mm. <laughs> you know, they have those clubs. It's like the grown and sexy Bitch, I'm 35. I know. I, I'm <laughs> Now like, you know they had them. <laughs> you know they got those th grown and sexy clubs. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel... I feel good. But, you know, 35 is a thing. Like, I know you turned 35 already, like, 10 months ago, but... I'm like, oh shit! I've been practicing saying it, but I'm like, this—it's real. I'm—I'm I'm a big girl. <laughs> I spent my 35th birthday in the gym, at, actually at Six Pack City gym, and w never left the bathroom because I was crying the whole time. <laughs> I'll be back. I'll come back next week. I—that's exactly what I did. I was in there. And he did, did he give you a prep talk, or he didn't know you were in the bathroom think, crying? I don't think he knew I had showed up, and I was like, you know what? This is better. I'm just gonna leave now. I've been in here for about 35 minutes. I don't feel like working out at this point. I mean, I don't know what I was going through. I was going through some shit, but yeah, it didn't happen. But Birthdays get emotional. I was really emotional before my 30th birthday, and I can't believe I'm already fucking 35. That like I, I distinctly remember pulling up on my friend at the nail shop crying mm -hmm. and she was like what the fuck is wrong with you i was like i'm getting old and i don't have shit together oh 30 is so not old i know I'm, I'm just so happy that i have more shit together than i did five years ago old is a social construct it is but i feel good i feel you look good you look bomb bitch. do i you look bomb do i look 25 you look better you look 35 and 35 is bomb too it's so much smarter than 25 right so much smarter i love Juicier. when i tell i love when i tell young bitches hold them on like oh my god i didn't think i didn't, can't believe you're 35 i'm like yeah bitch you look better well, than just you think about we used to say that to people too and get that annoying bitch too oh uh, i don't I think remember 
I don't I remember, think I was that dumb. I remember saying that to people and then being like, well, and I was like, well, damn, like, I'm just I was saying, trying, I'm trying to give you a compliment. I was giving you a compliment, but now I realize it's not, it's a, not compliment. a compliment. Like, yeah. oh my God, I can't believe you're 35. I thought you were like 25. I'm like, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I am. I'm, I have a younger no, spirit than I'm you. better than you. I'm more seasoned and more intelligent. Thanks. I feel so much better to be smarter, you know, like the age. I'm like, I don't have time for no bullshit. I'm bullshit proof. No, we still have time for bullshit. Depends what you, it depends what you consider bullshit. People always say there's no time, but we make time. People always make time for bullshit. If there's one thing about humans, we're going to make time for some bullshit. I don't give a fuck how old you are. I did one last, I I think I did one last bullshit move in my 30s, in my younger 30s. In your younger 30s? You know, you're there. Oh, your 34th year of life. That was your last bullshit ass. That was like my last young bitch thing I'm going to (laughs) do. That's like the last dumb young bitch thing I'm going to do. Got it. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe I'll tell people on Patreon. <laughs> I might reserve that for Patreon. I don't think everyone can have that story because it's pretty fucking dumb. <laughs> anyway, how are you? I'm good. I'm 35. <laughs> been here for a while. It's been an interesting season. It's been fun. It's been um, transitional. Do you feel smarter? I feel like I'm no. I feel like I'm being reminded of how much more I don't know. Okay. Yeah, actually. I don't feel that way. I feel stupid, actually. Okay. Um, but a good stupid. Like, ready to be student. Like, I'm a student. Okay, a student of life. Mm-hmm. I'm still stupid. Life teach me how to be smart. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to feel like I'm too smart. Because then, what the fuck? What? Well, then the life will quickly teach you, no bitch, you're not. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're here today. So, you know, we're in fine Zaddy June. And today we have a very, very special guest. We do. Um, this is like this is a this is a good mom's first. This is a good mom's first. You know, we've we've you hear us talk a lot of shit, specifically about I don't know. I don't want to say men like him. <laughs> People that dress like not <sighs> religious structures. <laughs> we talk a lot of shit about religious. You don't know, question. <laughs> maybe it can be construed as shit talking, but it truly is just asking you to question. Everything. So today's the first. We have a, a man of God here. <laughs> we have, um, well, we have James Earl. We have James Earl, but we also have his alter ego. Well, <laughs> Pastor Weed in the building here from the Smoking at Church podcast. Come on now, tell us, tell us, say the name again. And now, and if you have not heard of the Smoking at Church podcast, nor Pastor Weed, I want to encourage you right the fuck now. If you are listening, just stop listening. Just go to YouTube. Because <laughs> you really got to see what's happening in all of its glory here. You really got to see the pastor in all of its glory. Um, and go check us out on YouTube so that you can really see um, Pastor Weed in, in all of his glory. So welcome to the show, Pastor I Weed. I just want to thank all the good moms out there in the world before I get started. I want to thank y'all, some of the best moms. <laughs> the best moms. I want to thank y'all. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Pastor Weed. A lot of people know me as James Earl. But today, y'all gonna call me Pastor Week. Hallelujah! Can we get the amen? Hallelujah! I got the amen. Let me get the amens real quick. There we go. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm, I, I want to just thank y'all for bringing me here. She didn't know I was gonna do this, y'all. I didn't tell her I was coming as Pastor Week. <laughs> I didn't give her any kind of uh, advance notice. None. I just showed up. She, he, sure the fuck did. And he, sometimes that's how you gotta be in your life, people. You just gotta show up. He just showed up because I, I know James, James Earl. So if you don't know James, James is a, an actor, a, a very successful actor. You've seen him in, in many a film and many a TV show. Well, can Do you mind telling the people where they might have, you know, seen your familiar face at? 
Run down your IMDb. Let the niggas know. Well, I'll break it down a little bit right now as my organ plays behind me. Some of you might know me from Gridiron Gang, but I was a little boy back then. I was a little nigga. But a lot of people know me from, strangely enough, I don't know where niggas know me from. I'm going to just go down for what I did, okay? I started doing Gridiron Gang. And then from Gridiron Gang, I did a show called ER. And I went from ER to uh, Nickelodeon. You know, that's where niggas start at. Nickelodeon when I was a kid. I started in high school. And then I did a show called... um, Glee, mm-hmm. couple seasons of Glee. You know what I'm saying? That's where I got my appreciation. Shouts out to the LGBTQ tutus. Okay, it's Pride Month. Pause for Pride. <laughs> the pastor supports the LGBTQ plus tutus. He's a progressive, everybody. progressive pastor. We support rappers, strippers, actors. We, they, he supports them, but he does not support tarot, which is very <laughs> we'll, we'll interesting. We get to tarot. tarot that's, that's, we we'll get to tarot. But yeah, I did a lot of stuff. I did insecure. I did a, you know a couple of guest star on insecure. We did insecure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did insecure. You did it first. Though. I remember when you did it, and yeah. I was like, that's tight. I want to do that show one day. <laughs> and I got on it right at the end. I did insecure. I played Suge. Um, I'm in the new White Man Can't Jump movie. Hey, shouts out to Calmatic. My nigga Calmatic out there, uh, but the movie, yeah, that, that was the last thing I did. I'm in. The, I got a little, a couple of things in the Vince Stable show coming up. But right now, Pastor Weed is in this motherfucker. Pastor Weed is in this motherfucker. Well, thank you for coming. You know, thank to you hang out with the Good Moms congregation. Yes. You know, love moms. we love a man of God over here, a speaker of truth. Well, so you know, on our show, we we have our guests pull a card. And so I would really appreciate if you would, you know. Now I want to tell y'all before, y'all got an ashtray in this motherfucker? Oh, yeah, right just, there. Just no, 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 no. Y'all should look clean up in here. Y'all you know, don't look clean. like no recording studio. Niggas have no, no, ashes. No, 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 no. This is uh, a women-owned studio. We don't I do that. I love that. See, niggas, you're, you're not going to find. We got to follow the ladies. No, no blunt wraps in the corners. Of blunt guts and ashes all over the goddamn place. Mm-mm. You wonder why she don't spend a night. Mm. But, um, yo, so I had to do a quick therapy session about this, uh, tarot card shit because I got a little trauma mm. behind a tarot card. Why have, what happened to you? What did so, tarot do to you? As a kid, my mother and my grandmother really, she used to go to, I don't know if y'all know about the candle lady. You know about the candle lady? Mm-hmm. So it's a person who sells candles and it's a storefront but inside of the candle store is a room where you go in the back and the lady reads you but she does tarot. Oh, okay. Like okay. And so as a kid I would go into this place and have to sit there for hours <laughs> while my mom is in this room talking to this Mexican lady about God knows what, trying to solve all her problems. Mm. Okay? So from then on, I just was like, you know what? I don't really fuck with that. <laughs> but then today, I did a little research. I hit up my therapist, ChatGPT, <laughs> and my therapist told me that you have to go into... I said, is Tara bad? <laughs> Not? <laughs> I said, is Tara bad? And she said, nah, Tara is okay. You have to go into it with a good heart and an open mind. Well, thank you, Pastor Chat GPT. Well, shouts out to Chat GPT, ladies and gentlemen. If you ain't got it, download it. Stop being cheap. All right, so when I just grab a card, how does it work? Just, yeah, you can My let heart it, is open. Here, you can let your heart guide you to whatever card gravitates, pulls you. Okay. <laughs> It says, Page of Pentacles. I just like how the nigga dress. Let me see. Look like you. And he holding up a star like this. Okay. Well, pentacles is usually for the, the money, the coins. Let's go. <laughs> That's the... 
Give me the, all the pentacles. <laughs> okay, the pentacles. Page of pentacles. So we'll save this for later. All right, yeah, we, we'll okay. talk about that. We like to, we like to, we like this to. This is my first time ever pulling the card. I've been to parties where it's tarot card people there. I walk right by the ass. <laughs> I'm glad we can convince you. We, you know, good moms are good at the convincing. All right. You, you 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 really can't be on the show unless you're gonna pull a card. I see, goddamn. Yeah, fucking choice. They about to kick me out. When he resisted, I was like, no one's ever said no. <laughs> Talk about peer pressure, goddamn. <laughs> you know we're some witches. Oh shit! See, that's the problem. That's what I'm scared of. The witches out here. We're good witches though. Good witches, bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> no, that might be. The, that might have to be the, the Halloween episode. Good witches, bad choices. Good witches, bad choices. So uh, we usually ask our guests for an affirmation. And, you know, since you are a pastor yourself, I'm sure that, you know, you you have many to contribute. Well, you know, us here smoking at church, we believe that weed is the catalyst for change. So we believe that you can smoke a little weed and it can help you deal with any problems you might be dealing with in your life. It can help you with your depression. It can help you with your aggravation, your frustration, your masturbation. That's a fact. Because jacking off too much out there, goddamn, slow down. Mm. But weed, you can use it as a catalyst. So that's one of my affirmations is using weed as a catalyst for change. I use weed in a lot of aspects of my life. You know, even when I'm doing my acting, you know, I, I use it as a, as a, uh, I use it to kind of motivate me to get into the role. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I use it as a motivation to fucking sit my ass down and read this shit over and over again for the next couple of days. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, using weed as a catalyst. I recall, you know, when we became friends, um, you were doing some TV show. I don't know what you were doing, but you were doing a show that was like on, it was like on the back lot of, I don't know, one of them fucking big ass productions and you were smoking weed in your room. Like, and I was like, nigga, do you know you're black? They will fire your ass. And you were like, I don't give a fuck. And they just let you do it. And I was like, I, re- I re- distinctly remember that because I was like, wow, he's really bold because a lot of these spaces and places that, you know. Well, the difference between me and other niggas is I'll bring it. <laughs> niggas be smoking weed and then they fuck up on the job. I done had some people try to smoke weed with me and they lost their fucking job. Oh, no. <laughs> they lost their role. I'm telling you, she wasn't in season two. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, not Pastor Weed. smoke we- with the pastor and shit. <laughs> I would never smoke weed and act. No. Again, I use it as a catalyst. So when I'm smoking weed, Do you I'm think doing that the can... right things, though. Before I'm not just smoking weed and going straight on. I'm putting some eye drops in. I'm making sure I got some smell good. I ain't going on the set just smelling like weed. You don't think eyes ain't low and shit? They might be. They might have to say, hey, James, give me bigger eyes. No problem. <laughs> now, you're, now you're running the lines like this. Yeah, but no, I said... the, no, I'm not running it like that, but I'm, I'm making, all right, let me make sure I'm not too. But at the same time, most of the roles I play is just a different version of myself anyway. So I can do that. That's how I get down. But everybody can't do that. Everybody can't smoke and work. And, I, and a, lot, a lot of people have tried, maybe because they were trying to just bond or like get along or like, you know, understand me, but... Nah, I think that's a, you're like I do this. Yeah, this is this is, this is part of my process. And, and, and trust me, it's times where I don't smoke. It's times where I don't smoke. Like I was working on the show Shameless, and they were like, "Yo, there's that's a serious show. You don't, don't smoke in that show." So the first day I went, I didn't smoke. <laughs> the next day I went. I it's not that serious. <laughs> I got it. You're like, okay, got it. Yeah, I we good. It. I see that vibe. They be a little bit too extra. Niggas be trying to scare you out here. That's the problem. They was trying to scare me. Mm. But my thing is, I'm over-prepared. I'm over-ready. 
and I'm using it as a catalyst. I'm not just smoking. Do your agents like brief people before like, hey, so now that he got the job, I just want you to know. He may he won't smoke no. in a shoe. It may not even be a trailer, he will but he will smoke in the dressing room. Trailer. No, and I don't do that no more. You don't have box the trailer? No, I don't have box trailer. No, because you were like, you were going in. That's what I'm talking about. I feel like a trailer is acceptable. James, he was like, yeah, I don't do that. He was hot boxing the trailer. I had an incident where I uh, not an incident. (laughs) The truth comes out. Hot boxing the trailer, and they said if you smoke in the trailer, you gonna have to buy it. (laughs) You said, let me put. I'm gonna put this out. Like, I'll go outside. And let me open this door. Because oh. I'm not trying to buy this shit. So, yeah. that And then that became the catalyst of one of my goals. Shout out to Martha Plimpton, one of my homegirls on the show. I'm doing uh, Sprung. It's on Amazon Freebie. Y'all can check it out. She bought her own trailer. So, so it, she so it, smokes cigarettes. So it travels uh, anywhere she goes? Anywhere she goes. Oh, my. She's that she's big. A, she's, fucking she's genius. She's a boss, yo. She, and y'all need to look up. Not Margaret she's Plimpton. Of, she's a fucking legend. She's a, uh, I look up to her a lot. She's an amazing actress. And another dope thing about Martha Plimpton is she gets money in America and in the UK. Mm-hmm. So she does. She goes to Europe. And when you work in Europe, you get double the money because they money more. Mm-hmm. Do I need to be in, like an English actress? That's the thing. She, uh, she does. She I'm about to, we need to have an English podcast. Maybe if do? We, do we have to, we, I mean, like, in, 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 we need to do a podcast in, in, in English in accent, the, and then maybe get like, paid in euros, and then maybe really? like in pounds. Maybe we need to do, like, maybe we need to like do a character, uh, the English version of, of good, good moms, and good moms, good moms, good moms, good moms. Y'all just gotta put this out in England. And it's out. <laughs> it's already out. All right, well, shit. Give you, them some pounds, then. Get some sponsors <laughs> from over there. Do you think there's like a an, a UK version of us that we don't know about? Absolutely well, not. Check. What the fuck? Y'all there's only one good mom's bitch. Who are they? There's Who are they? There's literally this good mums. Good mums. Good choices. There's only one of us. Are you gonna roll the backward or what? I am. I was saying. I was. I was waiting for oh, the affirmation. Oh, oh, I said it. Weed is the catalyst oh. for change. Oh, weed is the catalyst for change. We agree with yeah. that. Weed is the catalyst. Weed is the catalyst for change. And speaking yeah. of weed, today we're, of course, rolling our... Thank you <laughs> for the change. Uh, today, speaking of weed, we're going to roll our favorite backwoods, but it's a treat because Pastor Weed has never had the vanilla backwood, and he himself yeah. is... A backwood smoker. He got. He brought one in, but now we get to bless him with. Not only is it a vanilla backwood, but it's gonna be my special honey dipped rolled vanilla backwood, which is kind of like a French toast coffee in the morning. Have you ever had a honey dipped backwood? Nope. But you know what? We need a honey dipped mint backwood. Okay. Well, you know what? You can. You know how you can do that. You can just put a little mint in it. Well, you got to do it after. What you mean? You just put like toothpaste on it. What do smoke? You gotta put it in a motherfucking mint, nigga. Uh, put a mint in your mouth, you fucking you dirty mouth, niggas. You do need a mint after, after. Put a mint in. Or this is a this is a backwood tip. You can whatever water you wash your backwood in, you can also infuse mint leaves. With, or yeah, mint leaves. Mint leaves, rose leaves, lavender. You can put lavender. Lavender. In infuse the water. Soak. Soak the leaf in that, and it gives it that taste. Because I don't know about you, do you wash your backwoods? No, he doesn't. Already asked. That's oh, what I'm about you, to. Oh, I'm about you to show. Oh, there, nigga, oh, you, oh, you. Oh, that was James Pastor Weed washes his shit. You. Nah, nah, oh, you be smoking backwoods. Backwoods raw dog. He be raw dogging it. Raw dogging these backwoods. To be real. I slowed down a little bit on them. You mm. feel me? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. You have them on your cloak. I mean, I love them. <laughs> I have to slow down, man. I smoke. I smoke. I've been smoking a lot. And I'm getting older. You know what I'm saying? And so I have to slow down a little bit. So I smoke a little bit less. How old are you? Me? 
Pastor. When's your birthday? November 8th. He's a Scorpio. Oh, you're a Scorpio. It's a bunch of water in the building. Well, splash. Oh, does, does the pastor believe in astrology? I don't. I think that's all bullshit. Y'all out there losing your money. <laughs> losing our money? But you're it's for free. Money. Like tithes and offerings. This is the thing, we y'all. Look it up. This is what I feel about astrology. Some of it is true, but it's literally, it's, I don't. It's, I, Do you feel like you have Scorpio traits based on the description of what a Scorpio is? <laughs> I mean, sometimes. Like, but we all, every. I feel like everybody has all traits. No. It's the, you, we're all a part of the universe. No. You know what I'm saying? You could be, you could be, we could have, we could do the same thing one day and surprise each other. You just because you do it one day doesn't mean it's a trait that you it has to be consistent. Well, yeah, I can say I do. I do uh, agree that they, I do have some of those traits. What? Which one of those? Um, I'm a Frank in the day. God damn it, bow. We get up in the day. Orlando, you turn the volume you down. Me? <laughs> yeah, you gotta be ready for the pastor. We might need to we bring this back a little bit. <laughs> he just. I hope y'all edit this audio, got it. But yeah, I'm a freaky man. The pastor's a freak. Not a freaky man. Right. I feel like a lot of pastors are freaks. They are. That's why we got to be very particular, specific with who we deal with. Okay, but that's how I am. I don't know about some of these other pastors out here. You got to be specific. Oh, why? Because the bitches from the congregation be falling in love with the pastor, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think I think women, pastors, anybody that's that's leading is going to attract people. Hmm. You feel me? Any leader will attract people. It goes from nigga fucking university to church. All right, the leader always attracts people. So yeah, but I think the pastor should always. I think any person. To try to gravitate to somebody that they can lock down with. And when you at a high position, it's very important. That's something I'm learning right now. That and the higher in life and the bigger, the, as you level up, you got to settle down. Mm. Because uh, That's a bar. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you can't be out here making real money, doing all this shit, juggling all this shit. I can't go to 10 dinners. You feel me? <laughs> I don't have time. Niggas want to go out to eat and shit all the fucking time. We okay? Yeah, niggas going out to eat all the fucking time and shit. Like I can't do that. And as I, if I want to be more, the more successful I get, the the, the less time I have, the less you know, less, less a lot of things I have. So yeah, man, gotta settle down and relax. I like that. You know what? And you gotta be specific with what, what you dealing with. We'd like to put intention into our weed. So as we roll it, I don't know if you had to put a little honey on your back. Maybe, wait, maybe should we have to, let's have the pastor pray over it. Real let's quick. pray over it. I was just praying for your settle oh, down. Providence. We ask today, not for more riches, but for more wisdom. As we hit this week. Mm, mm, mm. Lord, I would also like more riches. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Okay, okay. Because the wisdom you get, is going to unlock the riches that are within you. Amen. Now, I don't know if you know that, but there are riches already within you. I you do. rich. Mm. The money is in it. Mm. The, I see it. Mm. I see the money, girl. Mm. Okay? It's within us. So as we smoke this blood, let the riches and wisdoms flow all through us. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell, hell yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, now we now we must yeah, do the final. Yeah, step. how does this work? This, does is, this, the, this work? is the honey dip. How much do you put on there? I've never seen this done. So a lot, even in like a brujaria, brujaria, a lot of honey represents the sweetness in life. So this is just a little. You just put a little nice little, just a little something like that, and then you disperse it. You know, it's kind of sexy too. You know, you get a little bitch at your house and you say, "Hey, bitch." 
Yeah, honey on that shit. Use your tongue a little bit. Just kind of spread it around. Lubricate. It also makes it burn a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. So you can really take your time. And with the vanilla, you know, just add a little extra sweetness. Just like you like to add the sweetness to life. Um, mm. I'm going to add a little thing to your prayer. This is for good sex. This is for good settles down. Good for, settles down. Good settle down <laughs> for our, our pastor here so he don't have to go on so many dates mm. and spread be spread so thin. He has very little time, Lord. No time for dinners or dates. Bring him the right divine, freaky, nasty, good-hearted. Feminine. Feminine divine counterpart mm-hmm. for Pastor Weed here. And I'm just going to stroke the backward just like so, just slowly in my fingertips. Yeah, this is a double team. Uh, we're just gonna slowly stroke the stroke to the tip. So slow. This is called this is called a four-handed roll. Oh yeah. One more time for good luck. Ah, oh, yeah. And now it's done. Well. <laughs> God damn it! I need that every time I smoke shit. <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard of a cannabis porn, but uh, <laughs> jacked off a joint. <laughs> jacked off a back. Have you ever jacked, jacked off, off a back with? Yeah, they jacked off a back. <laughs> Hand me that fire. Come on, let me light it up. It's time to light it up, Erica. Hold on, let me light you up, baby. Come on, you ready? <laughs> One second. That is beautiful. Okay. That was cool. Y'all should put some effects on it when y'all do that part. This is Detroit. You hear that, GP? <laughs> put some motherfucking effects on that one. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God damn, that tastes good. You taste that vanilla? I taste that abundance. I've never heard of vanilla. I like that. That's that's cool. It's new. That's why. You know why? Shout out to Backwood because we got that exclusive because we Backwood babes. Backwood babes. (laughs) Backwood bitches. Oh, the white Russian was a good one, y'all. The white Russian Backwood, that was a great one y'all did. Let me see that. That was a great invention. The banana was good too. Oh yeah, the banana one that was. A and good always one. the honey is a classic. Like honey. Smell that? That really does smell good. Mm. I think I'll give me some honey. Uh, we, we, I'm gonna give you one, baby. Don't give worry. You one of these. Hey, don't worry, Pastor. Yo, niggas are fucking around. See, you can't show this to niggas because niggas are gonna be driving around with honey in their car and shit. <laughs> it's gonna be everywhere. Yeah, shit, all the place. They got fucking... honey packets going to Starbucks and shit. Hey, nigga, don't forget to put the honey on the shit. <laughs> A packet might be easier in the car. Okay, yeah. If you go to Starbucks, you better, you know, rack up on those honey packets for your backwood. Oh. You know? That's some female shit. You just got to have them in your car. purse, ready to go. Fellas, y'all ever get in the girl car? She got straws and napkins and shit. Mom, moms always ha- at least have napkins. At least. Or even if you're, if you're a frequent outside peer like me. Yeah, that's all- why you have napkins. I have it for me, not for my child. Oh. I, mom's also pee too. I'm a, you're you're nah. oh, a yeah. frequent peer no because you're y'all, a mom. Is, is y'all car clean? What y'all cars look like? No, is my y'all car, car is, is goes, half closet, half vehicle. Mine goes through phases. Right now, it's clean because I just got it clean, but it went through a very dark period. Okay, because. <laughs> When it rained in L.A. for, like, those few months, I had no reason to wash it. Every time I was about to wash it, I was oh, like... Oh, you talking about the outside? Oh, I'm not going to... No, no, no. No, but the inside, inside became dirty, too, because I only clean the inside once I'm washing it, you know? So, no. It, it goes back and forth. I'm a former hoe, so I always have a couple outfits in my trunk, because you never know what you're going to get into. Do, do you have a clean car? 
Hell no, I got a clear. I'm just like you. You got a nice like, car. He pulled up. I said, okay. Hey, you know you saw him? Yeah, uh, a nice uh, little, uh, nice uh, little, what? uh, what? what is it? A BMW? Yeah, a little X, BMW. X5 or something. He's not, 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 you know, I myself don't always keep a clean car, but I do. I spilled ex- some uh, some shit in the passenger seat, so uh, yeah, it's under construction right now. But I, <laughs> yeah, I, before I put people in my car, I definitely make sure I clean the shit out. When you so, if you pick a girl up on a date, do you make sure to? Oh yeah, to, I can watch to you know check off certain things before. Like wash the car. What about the house? How does oh, yeah. the house first work? Of all, don't be involved. I'm not gonna let nobody in. First, I, I, first of all, I'm re- I don't let people come to my house. That's something new. Like back in the day, that's something new. I was like, "Cause you didn't have parties. You had you in that studio downstairs, and that's part of the reason why." Wait, I'm older. He's richer now. He can't just have niggas at his house. Niggas like Rob. He has a really nice. I forgot she know me. He had a really has a really nice house, and he got it renovated. It and like bomb. I remember I went over there. I was like, "God damn, James, this shit is like a bitch lived here. Like for real, like." I like I'm talking about interior design to the T. I said, "Wow, is this?" I think be you might have mentioned HGTV this TV or something. Hey, fellas, make sure you hire somebody. <laughs> so hire then, somebody. Wait, so then he started renting on Airbnb, yep. and then a nigga must have made a copy of his key and then robbed oh, him. Yeah, robbed <laughs> no way. Yeah. The first time I ever, it was my first this time. So I, re- I remodeled the crib. I'm like, I'm about to do Airbnb. Boom, I'm about to kill. <laughs> the first nigga that came to Airbnb at my house. <laughs> When I left, the nigga fucking you don't have you don't have no cameras. No, nah, this is before ring. <laughs> this is before ring. This is when niggas was had to call a nigga to come wire your shit. Yeah, but Airbnb. But yeah, they gave me all my money back though. They they fucking reimbursed me every single dime and cent. Was it a young guy? Yeah, it was like a, he was a little older actually. He was probably like in his thirties for sure. His white? He was like Mexican. Like he was a weird looking nigga. He looks suspicious. Weird. Yeah. Why? I, I, I wonder. Is it a black people thing? Do black? I feel like growing up in my household, if there was a crime on TV or something, every, the, my parents always like, "Was he black?" <laughs> that's <laughs> like, the, yeah. That's the is that a black, factor. Is that a black person's response? Are they black? I think because like, we're always praying and hoping. Like, like yeah, please God. Like, please God, say something. Oh, for real? Oh shit! Yeah, like, oh, someone shut up at school. They ain't a nigga. Man. Yeah. Remember, remember when the DC sniper? They like, oh. God. Wait, hold up. Oh. We were like, oh. but no, it was a yeah, but no, but I'm um, all right. Anyways, wait, so the guy with the DC sniper wasn't the guy that went to Big Bear that ran off. I mean, DC sniper, he was shooting. He was in DC. People, right? That was yeah. He was the one who like killed. No, like, I think he, killed, he was a police officer, former police officer. He was like a militant black. He was like training a young boy, and he was trying. Apparently, the whole thing was he was killing random people so that he could go then kill his ex wife. And it would be, and no one would be able to say. It. And he almost got away with it, <laughs> bitch. Good job. Yo, I'm telling you, I, all I do all day is watch Dateline, nice. uh, Snapped, First Forty Eight. You know what I'm saying? I'm very trained to know. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not from Dateline. I'm very yeah, trained. Me too, to, though. A snap or pop, I know. Except you don't know when a nigga's about to rob your Airbnb. Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, without that, I was earlier in the game. <laughs> oh my god! From then, I learned a valuable lesson, and so. I kept renting out the house, but I, I started doing it a different way. I, was, I had a lot of friends in the music entertainment business that were from Australia. So just your, just your circle. So I built the community of people that every time they came to L.A., they knew they had a place they to hit, stay. They had, they hit me up, they had a place to stay. 
So then, you know, that was the catalyst for that. I had to go through that to learn that, you know. That shit was crazy. I just remember this story that nobody asked me, but I'm going to tell y'all. The very first time I, <laughs> my baby daddy had moved out of my apartment, I was trying to, like, keep up with the rent by myself. I had two bedrooms. So we didn't really use other bedrooms. Luna was little as hell. First of all, why would a single mom with a small child be on Airbnb renting a room out? Okay, <laughs> this is how you're going to make it happen. Make a way or find one. The very, f- I was, like, at Starbucks. I literally put it up. Boom. Bing. I was like, oh, shit. That's the worst. Already? Hit immediately. Oh. So he was a black guy. I was like, okay. So I go home, whatever. He gets there. He's this big, tall, gay black guy. He had to be like 6'5". He was so nice. And he he was like, yeah, I'm just, I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. I was like, okay. He's like, I just want to get some food around here. I was like, my overly nice ass. I was like, well, I can take you. So I took him to El Poy Loco. He's like, I'm going to pick up some tequila. I was like, okay. Oh, you so, about to, oh it's my new roomie. We're about to be nah, like, for one night. My new gay bestie. Yeah, new gay bestie. That's me. I'm the, I'm that. <laughs> so we go back. We're hanging out. We're chilling. He starts drinking. Then he writes his friend. And he's like, oh, my friend's going to come. I'm like, oh, okay. No. Oh, no. So then the girl starts talking. I realize, like, they, they this is like, this is like their third Airbnb together. And it's only like $7,500. So it's like, you're going 50-50. So, whatever. I, apparently, he gets drunk, and I didn't realize. We go to sleep uh, probably around, like, 5, 6 a.m. I thought I heard the sink on in my in the kitchen. So, I start. I get up, and I start looking around. Nobody's at the sink in the kitchen, but then I realize the front door is open. So, I go outside, and this nigga is standing outside of, my, outside of the front door. And at the time, I live on the second floor, and the foyer of all the apartments is in the center. This nigga is pissing. Over the gate, over the over the <laughs> like the 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 barrier into the foyer. Piss <laughs> six, six seven. This big black man is pissing. So passed out drunk. Like no, he he was drunk. sleepwalking. So oh, I was like, yo, no. I was like, yo, yo, what the fuck are you doing, yo? He's out. He walks past me, <laughs> out, back into the room, and I was just like. <laughs> What in the fuck did I just get myself into? <laughs> Very first Airbnb ever. I'm trying yeah, to be. That needs to go. To I, I wrote that. In, I wrote that in there. Did you do it again after that? How many nights? Wait, did you are you ready? How many nights did this nigga stay after Two. this? Wait, then how many? Wait, I'm not even. Done. Then I did it one. I did it another time. I had the worst. Like God was like, "Bitch, you don't need to be Airbnb." I did a lot of strange shit when I was trying to. I hustled. I did some strange shit. The second thing I did was some Persian guy. He was real nice, but he didn't really come. Like, he was there for like five nights. And then the second week, he's like, I'll just give you cash. I was like, okay. Mm-mm. No, you never go on the cash from Airbnb. <laughs> he helped me put my TV up on the wall. I was yeah. like, oh, he's resourceful. Then he just started, he kept saying he was going to bring me the money, and he did it. And I was like, this nigga is squatting on me. He just wouldn't come home all day. And then, like, I would hear him, like, come in the middle of the Yeah, night. and I'd be like, what the fuck? And then I went to see him again. And I would text him. He's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to bring the money tonight. Girl, I finally, at the, the last, like, the very last straw, I was like, you. I was like, I was starting to get scared. I'm like, there's a stranger robbing me in my face, and he's sleeping in the <laughs> other room. And my baby's here. I was like. So what did you do? Did you put a lock on the door? No, finally, I just, I think I just. I don't even know if I took the key back. I collected all his shit. I took a picture of his ID, and I was like, yeah, I got to come get your shit. Like, you got to go. Like, I have a kid here. You can't. And he respect. I mean, he didn't respect me. He stole from me. But that that was it. Then I was like, this, this is closed. Closed the Airbnb <laughs> shop. I was done. Yeah, that shit is real chicken. Oh, my God. You know that? Weird. 
People scary. are making people have Airbnb empires, okay? Yeah, it was. Oh, well, it wasn't us three. But you just, <laughs> it wasn't being, it wasn't being passed. I'll tell you that. You can't have the empire in your in your actual home. Yeah, well. it yeah. has to be some shit. Lesson that, one don't yeah. go off the Airbnb app and get some cameras and yeah. just don't do it. Yeah. I mean, it, it worked. It worked after a while. But, you know, once you learn how to do it, I didn't know how to do it at first. I didn't know how to screen people. You know what I'm saying? You got to scream, motherfuckers. You know, so, yeah, it's, it changed after a while. <laughs> I met him a little bit. So, Pastor Weed, aka James Earl, um, I know you are a father. Yes, a father of just one, two. How many children do you have? Tell the people. I got one beautiful. I got my one and done. You're not doing. Are you done? I'm done, man. I can. This this shit is expensive. No accidental pregnancies. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, where the wood at? (laughs) Is your pullout game strong? Yeah, my shit is superb. Come join Pastor Weed's pullout class. I'll teach you how to pull out fast, niggas. That might make you some money. Not pull out fast. I'll teach you how to pull out fast. You need to you need to start a Patreon immediately with these courses. Someone might really be somewhere make banking off of that already. I'm telling you, every nigga out there right now, if you need to learn, I'll I'll knock on some wood again. What is the trick, Pastor Weed, to the pull? Like, just make just give us one one good tip when it comes to the pull out. What? How do we guarantee that no children are created in the process? When you feel it in the brain, it's coming through the vein. <laughs> if you feel it in the brain, it's coming through the vein. Oh, no. And that's the best advice I could give anybody for anything in life. So when you feel what exactly in the brain? A baby? No, you feel the like cum. a nut. A nut. Okay. Orgasm. So right like, when like, I'm about to nut, you got to pull out yo, immediately. So the that real moment. key is before you, before you, like when you, when you say in your head, I'm about to nut, before you say it out loud. That's when you got to pull out. It's before the, it's the thought, the brain, the vein. So before you say I'm about to nut is when you have to be ready to engage in the pull out. I thought it was when you, like, you pull out and then you do like a couple, you, you commit to doing a couple of these before you, you comes out. Like just know you're not going to pump all the way to the end. You got to pull out, That's do true. a couple of these. And you got to smoke a lot of weed. What is Because I don't know if y'all know this, but weed is the, the nigga birth control. No papaya seeds are, but wait. No so, weed. Wait, so I, I, well, weed does substantially lower your sperm count. Yeah. Huh. But there's a lot of niggas that smoking backwards all day long that are they getting not bitches smoking pregnant. The, they not smoking this. Do you see? That's the spermicide weed. Do you see what they say? What is one? The one. The one. So the one. Not the two. <laughs> the one. Okay. So now this does, I should roll that. This hot. This helps with, uh, you know. Uh, this is the male uh, birth, birth control? control. This is the male birth control this is right cannabis here. Cannabis male birth it control. It helps with concentration. This is how I book all my acting roles. <laughs> all right. It helps with memory, memorization. A lot of niggas can't smoke and memorize. I'm niggas. But when the one, not the two, you, you can. can do that. I'm going to get a nugget that before we yeah, go. Actually, smell it. Okay. Let us test it out. This is this is some real shit right here, ladies and gentlemen. You only can get this from smoking at church past the week. You can't go to no weed store and buy this shit. I mean, I do know that you take your weed consumption very seriously. I do. I, I, I recall. There's too much chemicals and shit in this is weed. It, is this shit. your own homegrown situation? Because I know you. D- it's it's homey grown. That's good at this. Mm. You feel me? So you have you have a daughter? Yes, I have a beautiful daughter. She is ten. She's about to be eleven on the twenty seventh. Oh my god! Oh god! That's delicious. Good, right? Like lemonade. Well, what? the one. I'm gonna need your home. Can we get? Can we get some of this? Yes, we get some of 
I need a, I, I'm trying to, you know, I need that pull game to be strong. You hear that, Orlando? I got us something for later, baby. It's, hey, it's, uh, it's a fine control. print, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it may, it's like, what, have, you ever, have you ever seen those African pastors and they have like that water and they're like, it can, make, it can bring you from the dead. It can yeah. kill AIDS. It can kill, uh, I'm, I'm tired of these everything. African, these African pastors is taking it too far. It's a fact. I seen a nigga, this lady said, she said, pastor, I want to lose weight. He said, you want to lose weight? Okay. This nigga start putting his hand on her belly, pushing it in. And somebody in the back was like, oh my God. And she's like, oh, oh. Just lying to the people, man. Cut it out, Africa. <laughs> Cut it out. They do need to stop. I got sucked into a whole documentary about about holy water from an African pastor, and he told them it would bring people back from the dead, mm-hmm. and that it would also cure cancer and AIDS. And I said, this is an atrocity. Who would believe such rumors? And I, then I realized, if you're in a place, it was in a really poor area, and when you need hope, they you will TV. <laughs> they don't. They don't see this shit on a regular. They just surprised by everything. <laughs> they were in a stadium. They were in a stadium filled with people for one nigga t- giving them unlabeled bottled water. They would get scooping it out of some strange. Di- and they, they, he knew it was illegal because they was getting it for. They was going to the sermon and then next door they'd go pick up their holy water. And they were poor and they were they were splitting it four ways. One bottle with no label on it. Oh my god! It was it was actually. <laughs> Some holy water of my own. Guys. Actually, do we need to put that on our. I want to light the one, not the two. Okay, I'm gonna light the one. I want to join the one, not the two. I'm about to light the one. Not the two. Yeah, I, want, uh, I want that one too. So yeah, I got a daughter. Uh, she's uh, her name's Haley. She's 11, and she's about to be 11. Yeah, it's lit. Did you name her after Eminem's daughter? Hell no! Nah. First of all, I want <laughs> the. There's not a lot of black Haley. That's what I was saying. Is your baby mama black? No. Okay. Well, actually, she is black. My bad. No. I mean, she's not. I was so confident. So confident. I was like, wait, she's not? She's black as hell. Hey, y'all throw it. So we gotta mix it up a little bit. Surprise! <laughs> he was in his other life. He was in his other life. Other life. My bad. My bad. I mix baby in my other life. My bad. You know he's a pastor. He got other kids. Yeah, yeah. Shh. <laughs> oh yeah, <that's> funny. <laughs> yeah, nah. Uh, yeah, she's black. But no, nah, I didn't want to name my daughter Haley. I wanted to name her some African shit, like you Jamila? know, no, like some. I wanted to make up some shit. Oh no, Girl, not one no. of those. I wanted to make up. No, that's why your baby mama said no. It's Haley. Made the right yeah, choice. Like, no, nigga. I tried. I didn't. I had no say. She'll be like, "Hong." Like literally, I wanted it to be some rare shit. Like I was, but I by time it by time my daughter came, I I didn't come up with nothing good. I I was gonna say I really would like to know the options that you came up with. Um, I know one of them was a word backwards. (laughs) Oh, this was the name. I'm I'm not shitting you. Shitting you not. So (laughs) it was. I wanted to flip Hallelujah, and it was gonna be Hallelujah. Okay, so she said, let's do it. So I was, yeah, and I was like, let's She's, do Hallelujah. That I, was the final, that was like. I kind of like Luya. Yeah, and I was like, Hallelujah. Luya's cute, but Hallelujah, nigga? Come on. Yeah, that's fire. What do you mean, Hallelujah? Uh-uh. Who you know named Hallelujah? I would, my daughter's name is Luna, and I'm like, does she need a sister named Haley now? Haley Luna. Haley Luna. It's, almost like, Haley, it's almost like Hallelujah. Yeah, so, yeah, but I, 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 I just had to roll with the punches. <laughs> basically, the basically, the moms run the shit. They run so you, the shit. Hey, fellas. Be at the nigga. Hold on, niggas. Be at the birth. 
Okay? Niggas don't be showing up to the birth. That's where all the shit go down. Nigga, the name, the social. Nigga, all the shit. Nigga, show up. Were you be there. Were you at the birth? Nigga, I was at the birth. I was on standby like a motherfucker. You were like, ain't nobody going to. hotel right down the street. I was on call. Because, you know, only certain niggas can be in there. I was there. That shit was the craziest shit I've ever Did you see your baby come out? Yeah, I want to know. the craziest what is, shit I've ever well, I really want to hear your birth experience from your point of view. Because as a woman, you see a head pop out of your pussy. It's oh. it's mind-blowing. So I want to know what was your experience. I'm going to tell you, you right the- now, like I have a very, I had an appreciation for not only just my baby mother, but just women. Like in general. Because that shit I saw was, it was traumatic for me because I'm looking at it. <laughs> And like you said, you know, you don't get this. They just doing shit, and everything's happening so fast. They like, and then you there, you like, all right, yeah, all right, da But the crazy, the thing I vividly remember is my daughter got her head was big as hell, so it got a little stuck, right? And so they got some scissors. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! You're like not my pussy. And they were like, yeah, not yeah. And then boom. But then she came out, right? Boom. Okay, then she's out. But then what they don't tell you is what they try to sell you on. They tell you to keep. I, I didn't do it. Did you do it? Did y'all keep y'all? Uh, Placenta? Yeah. I did. I planted yeah. a tree. You planted in a tree? You didn't freeze it? I planted it in a tree because I knew it was going to be in my freezer. If it was, I, I'm a procrastinator. That shit would have been in my freezer right now, eight years later. So I said, go you're ahead. You're supposed to send it. You're not, nigga, you're not supposed to freeze it at your house. You can people to place. My homegirl put it in her freezer. Yo, your homegirl is disgusting. You That's not disgusting. It's put that in the fucking place where it's what, safe and sanitized. What are you gonna, what are you gonna do? At the, what does it do at the place in the freezer? They, it's like it got to be at a certain temperature, and it's like a whole thing. They tell you about it. It's like it got to be at a certain level temperature. Oh, oh you, you can't just put it in your freezer. Oh, you can't. It's been done. You listen to them. R.I.P. Oh, the baby. So what? I'm just saying. Once you send it to the place, then do they do they encapsulate them for her? Yeah, it's like stored. Well, you I didn't do that shit. You okay. can either make it easy for yourself uh-huh. or you can be organic yeah. about it. Yeah, you, it, pretty much. I'm talking about spending more money. Yes, you like to spend money. Yeah, but Pass, no, I don't. Pass Pass I didn't, we didn't do it. We said, hey, Lord, please Throw let this away. baby be healthy. <laughs> Whatever happens to this baby, we got to roll with the punches, you know? I just didn't want them having all my goods because that's right. like a very yeah, nutritious. You, so well, imagine yeah. when, you know, AI, all this shit come out. Yeah, like, like just all those. Placentas that they and, I, and they they be lying shit. talking about they just they're Yo. they're researching our shit for sure especially black people just that's why I was like give me all my shit even though they already got my blood somewhere for did sure. you watch birth videos at all to prepare for this moment prior to this like did uh, you, you know, read did, any I books went to the class. Or did you do you know, any the class um, you're mature wow like the breathing I mean, class like the well you know when you're having a baby they they you got a class they have a class like how to hold a baby how to mm-hmm, do all the mm-hmm, shit mm-hmm. so we went I went to that. Um, I was, you know what, I was very, at first I was terrified of having a kid, you know, I was scared as fuck, but the one thing that got me, um, not scared is my mom, she was so excited, Mm -hmm. so I was like, all right, my mom happy as fuck, and my sister was was pregnant at the same time, so my niece is a week older than my daughter. Oh, that's amazing. Grandma got blessed. Yeah, so she had two, you know, which is kind of crazy now I think about it. She was able to be with two, both her niece and her, and her, uh, and her, both her granddaughters at the same time, which is dope. Um, but uh, wait, what was I about to say? So I was they, saying, did you so, watch the classes? Did you, did you Oh, yes, yeah, so I did all the classes and shit, and yeah, it was, it was just, the all per, what, what it was? Okay. Okay. No pair. What is that again? Isn't that when like a that's a person? Yeah. No. 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 A pair is, is, is a, for a nanny for a little baby. They come yeah. live with you. Yeah. And they're usually from another country. Yeah. 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 One of my homegirls does that. But um, no. So we, 
I was, uh, yeah, so I was scared at first. My Night mom. Nurse? Doula? Does she have a doula? I don't know. Okay. But she, uh, <laughs> Probably not. We, there are people there, I don't know. I was excited after the baby came, and then I was just super, like, into the whole shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because my dad, my whole thing with me was, like, my pops was it like my pops, I knew where my pops was at, but he wasn't around. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be there, whatever I gotta do, you know what I'm saying? And uh yeah, so I was there, I was at the birth, and the craziest part about the birth, the scissor part, and then all the blood that comes out is like a horror movie, nigga. It's like a horror film. It's just blood, like rivers, like the most blood I've ever seen, right? But the best part is when they sewing y'all back up. They had the baby to us. And it's just, it was just me and my daughter. And they're like, all this shit going over there. But it's just me and my daughter. And she's in the, the, the you know, the little bed. And I'm just looking at her. And at first she was crying. Then when I stood over, she stopped crying. And she just was like. Was so like, you hey, felt that connection. You're like, yeah. oh, she knew who you were. She's like, oh, I know. Well, well, especially because as the father, like, as women, we're carrying this child. We have we this feel connection. It. We feel this. That's probably the first time you really got to feel your child, yeah, like the connection and the energy that you have, yeah. which. So it was it was phenomenal. It was like some shit that everybody needs to experience. And uh, they say it's two things that make you become a man. And one is when you lose your mother. And two is when you have a kid. Mm. Do you, do you subscribe to this notion? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's something we don't think about often is like that first moment where the father feels that connection because as women we talk about that all the time and we we, I mean we essentially are feeling that throughout the process of birth this like foreign alien object moving inside of us and then that first moment that we see see lock eyes yeah or you feel did you do skin to skin oh yeah I got naked in that without you I did skin to skin the whole shit that was cool too like you really feel that shit. You're like, oh, oh shit. right. Y'all know, I think it's really, I think men underplay it a lot, but it's really an emotional experience for us too, in a major way. Did you did you grow a deeper appreciation for the yoni and for the woman and after that experience? Yeah, 100%. Because seeing that life or death situation, like she need, she damn near died like three times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The baby or your baby mama? My baby mama. Like, it's you know what I'm saying? It was, her life was on the line like multiple times and we don't realize that you know what i'm saying we just think that it's just this thing that happens this baby comes out but it's a real life or death shit and y'all out here getting bbls and shit <laughs> shooting shit up your ass and in your pussies when you know what i'm saying you don't have to do that use nature what god gave you y'all, y'all heard about that what the uh vagina surgery rejuvenation no it's something that people been getting like oh so they make the pussy fatter that, oh, they do the fluffing. The, yeah, the fluffing. They fluff the pussy. Fluff no. The pussy. Yeah. It's a pussy fluff. Wait, so what do you mean? They Are they putting like a something in it? I don't know. I don't I, I just, like, like, like they put the, like the shit they put in the butt? I just heard of this thing. And they're doing this just so they can, when y'all put on them leggings, so we can see the, the, the vagina. I mean, some bitches just have a skinnier vagina. It's just... Wait, they're doing it just so they look like they have camel toe. Yes, what in the fuck? I thought that would go very wrong. I saw, I saw on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter that often, but I scrolled across. I'm about to show you because I sent it to Orlando. (laughs) A very, very fat. I was like, I don't. Is this normal? See, that's (laughs) it. That was probably the surgery. It's crazy. It is normal. uh, (laughs) It is normal. There's pussies coming all shapes and sizes. There are some flat pussies too, though. There are some like non camel toe, non existent pussies. It started with the lip injection. 
I'm just looking in the inside. What? He's watching the game. Oh. Looking like a head. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know if I can show you this. Well, yeah, that shit looks swollen. It looked like she got bit by a spider or something. It don't, hey. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and, but I think that, um, you the, know, she started with the lip fillers. I don't know. But that's they crazy. From there to the vagina, they want the same look. I value my pussy and it's all of its glory too much. I don't do piercings below the waist. I'm definitely not doing no fluffing. On, like, I just want... I'm scared to... What? To insert... Uh, any, it just seems unnecessary. No. That's why I'm... Like, how do you feel? We, like, we got to do more work on loving our pussies. That's no, They the come problem. different. So Even that... Guys, look at her. She's on Twitter. You guys both have daughters, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's my biggest fear. I have a daughter too. So my biggest fear is as she gets older... All these different influences that the world going to make her feel less than and feel like she yeah. has to change something yeah, about like her. This perfect, like you're perfect right now. You know what I'm saying? You're literally perfect. You're in God's. Yeah. And vision. then as we watch this fucking device and all this shit is changing your mentality and your friends are changing because they don't have the same infrastructure you got. So that changes your because you only able to be as the, as your kid get older, as we got older we spent less and less time with our parents. Right. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's fucked up. Y'all better get ready. You know, we talk about those seasons. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. We spent less and less. I'm but not... we did, though. We did. Remember, we like we only have a certain amount of like summers with our kids. 18 summers. 18 summers. What? You only got eight left. 18 that's summers with your kids. By, by, you who the fuck would way? put it like that? Fucking mommy. But the mama, the funny that, mama. That's the people that put in that initiative. That's why I first... Me, I'm cheap as fuck. You know what I'm saying? But as I get older, I'm realizing, like, yo, we got to start saving up and doing family vacations and doing all the shit white people be doing. Don't yeah. be cheap as fuck. You work too hard to be cheap as fuck. Uh-uh. No, it's inflation going on. Uh-uh. You see what's happening you better go to You better go to them. <laughs> shit, it's a rider strike right you now. Better, I can't you, be out here. You just... better go where your coin is strong, nigga. You need to go to the yo, Philippines yo, or wherever so the fuck. Right. Thailand. Go where you need to go. I just came from Montreal. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not cheap. No, it is. Oh, it is? Our money's more out there. Uh, Canada. I went shopping out there. Shit that it was $3,000 in LA was 600 Okay, so okay, we all Montreal. 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 I mean, I, we all went, Canada was the move a while ago. Should we revisit the Canada? Yeah, thing I think in 2020, we, no, I don't know what year, but we well, were going to have to speak French. We don't have to, but most people in Montreal our speak French. Our money is never going back down. French. Our money is, our, I mean, inflation for us is never going to go down. We just got to get out of here. Yeah, in 10 <laughs> years when our kids is 2023, 20, it's going to be $50 for fucking uh, Milk. a case of water. Oh, my God. For sure. I, when, when I was on Instacart last night, I haven't bought an eggs in a long time. And for some reason yesterday, I was like, let me buy some eggs. And I was like, what? Is these, are these the right prices? Like $10 for some eggs? What the fuck? Yeah, that's crazy, dozen, right? $8? That's where I'm going to go and get me a rooster. <laughs> $8 to make sure that <laughs> the happened? eggs are not, not genetically modified? Not a rooster. Why, do I, why do I have why to pay $8 to make sure? Why do I have to pay more to make sure the food is taken care of properly? Why? Right. Why? Exactly. And, and, and there's no guarantee that it's actually and true. And may not be And I don't even trust you on It's just a little bit better. And you're just, you're just inflating. You're not even really doing the work. Oh I just got to trust you. I don't trust you. And I'm I'm paying extra and I'm just going off trust because I really don't know. You put the sticker on here, but I don't. everything you label is wrong. So, um, Pastor Weed, 
Um, I do know that in another life, you also were you were pretty religious. You were like leading. This is this is actually a true iteration of of so your me. of you. Oh yeah, of a different version of that. Person. You used to be religious. Oh yeah, he was like leading the people. He yeah. was like like the head of the the youth group. The youth yes, group. Sir. Growing up, he was like a up. mini pastor. Let me tell. Let me just. He tell was me. like being groomed to be a pastor. Okay. <laughs> so, growing up. I was a, I, I, my, you know, my whole life I was in the church. My, my grandmother was a very religious woman. My, my mother so, my mother was skeptical a little bit about the shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I was, I was always in some shit as a kid. I was always in trouble. I was on probation. You know what I'm saying? In and out of juvenile hall. Really? Yeah. I was just a fucking. I just caused problems. <laughs> I was. A, I didn't like motherfuckers telling me what to do. You're beating people up. I was fighting. I was arguing. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mainly with staff and shit at school and shit like that. And so, um, you know, when, when I got off probation, I actually, I was still, this, this is how I got into the church. <laughs> so I was still on probation and I had to do community service. And so um, I ended up going, I ended up being at Starbucks one day in Glendale. And this guy walks up to me. He's like, hey, brother. What the fuck are you doing to Glendale, James? <laughs> First of all, how are you apply that in casually? <laughs> I was just like, where are you from? Why, Why are I'm you in South Central? Exactly. I'm in Glendale because my mom was a home health care nurse. <laughs> okay. And so she used to, you know, take care of people at their home. So okay. one of them lived in Glendale. Got right? it. So I'm in Glendale <laughs> and this, this Asian dude walks up to me. He's like, hey, man, you want to come to church? It's like a youth church. You know, it's, it's called the teen ministry. You got just got like that? Well, my mom was there. And she was like, he's like, we're having this big event. And this was so my mom. get you. It's a party. Yeah, she's no, it's a big event at the Wiltern Theater. Oh, and my. And she's like, the Wiltern? <laughs> I, 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 I heard about the Wiltern. Yeah. That's, that's, a Wil- that's a Wilshire. OMG. You know, I see Jackson 5 at the Wilshire. That's a Wilshire. So he talks. He's like, yeah, you should come. And so me and my mom, we go to this fucking church service, right? <laughs> Not at the Wilshire. At the Wilshire. Oh, my God. We did that motherfucker. And it was incredible. It was a fucking production, like fucking music, all this shit. And she's like, you need to get into this. <laughs> you need to go. So they got you through music. No, no. And yeah, the they got me through the music. The spirit, and everyone was so nice. And it's it always me, a great environment. It got me. They got her with the the just the the infrastructure, the structure. You know what I'm saying? And when you go in at youth ministry, you're studying the Bible. So when you're studying the Bible, you're trying not to be sinful. You're not trying to create sin. How you, you go know, from being a troublemaker? Get, you're not be but how did this experience like really like you went from being a troublemaker yeah. to saying, okay, I'm going to like totally switch over? Like, what was the thing that we that happened that you were like? Okay, I'm sold. Yeah, so what happened was the catalyst for this was I was um, in high school. I ended up beating a teacher up. <laughs> I beat the fuck out of a teacher. Pastor Wee. And, and I um, I got arrested and I got expelled from school. And then I couldn't go to any school in L.A. Mm. for like two years. Mm. Right. I had to go to like continuation school. And then when I went to the continuation school... I'm in school with niggas that's in jail, like for really real. bad. You're like, like oh, I'm not like you, are, nigga. These are like career criminals. <laughs> they in their training right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm in school with these niggas, and so I remember like having a moment, like, "Fuck, I got to get out of this." And then I end up joining this uh, another program. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I end up joining another program where I end up finding about you know improv and shit like that. So I end up finding something I love because before I didn't know what the fuck. I didn't have no. 
I didn't really have shit. I was just living life. I didn't really have nothing I cared about. I didn't give a fuck about nothing. I just like, you know, going to school, causing trouble. That was Fucking fun. up teachers. Fucking teachers shit up. Fucking school up. I remember one time they handed out condoms at school, and me and my homie, we went around the whole school and put them in the air vents. So when they turned on the AC, it was just condoms blowing <laughs> in the air. That's disgusting. Genius. Dumb shit, right? And so that, it was like, all right, I ended up, I'm, I, this shit was serious. I ended up going to juvenile hall, my, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, I got to change my fucking life. And then I couldn't go to any school. I'm going to this fucked up school. And they're like, oh, you guys are for real bad. Yeah, and they bad. And so it was so bad that I begged the dean. I was like, yo, I can't go to this school. Because this is this is a problem. The school, they pick you up from your house. So all the hood niggas. They know where you live. They know where you live. And then you they you go to all lay houses too. So it was all type of shit we used to, I had to go through just to go to school. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up being like, yo, begging them to get into another school. And then I ended up getting out of the continuation and going to Hollywood High. But after that shit, I was like, yo, I can't live. Like, I got to find something. I'm like, find something. And I ended up joining this program, learning improv. And um, this is a funny story. My mom, around this time, my mom made a wrong phone call. And she called a management company. It was like a management company called ESI Kids. And um, they asked the phone, ESI Kids. Uh, and my mom's like, what's ESI Kids? And they're like, it's a management company. Blah, blah, blah. And my mom, she got one of them voices. She be talking sexy and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she like, oh, my son's an actor. Like, uh, you, know how y'all, yeah, you know how y'all got y'all phone voice? I hope my daughter says that. When the, Hello. My mom got one of the oh, sexy voices. Oh, I have a son. Yeah, and actually, it's so crazy. That, <laughs> it's so crazy that I called you. So she starts seducing this manager, okay? <laughs> gives me a meeting because he trying to see that ass, right? And so I go to the meeting, right? And um, I go in, and when I go in, it's like hundreds of kids there. And they're just like, all right, thanks for coming. I go back to the car. I'm like, yeah, they didn't pick me. My mom said, they didn't pick you. <laughs> My mom got out the car and she went up in that bitch like Suge Knight, went to the dude and was like, y'all going to sign my son today. And this other lady came in and was like, what's going on? And she believed in me and gave me a chance. You know what I'm saying? And ever since then... I always had a manager and an agent. Mm. And That's an amazing fucking wow. story. Hustle, you know? And my mom got me in the game. That's literally how I got in the game. Yo, wow. but the phone... That's what changed my life. That's what made me be like, all right, now I have something to work for. Now I, now I know what I'm going to do in life. A lot of the kids and kids that's in gangs and doing a lot of dumb shit, they doing it because they don't have nothing that they love. They don't have a passion. You know what I'm saying? They just wake up every morning, smoke weed, and hang with the homies. You know, yeah. but once you find something you love... That's when you start having purpose. And that's when my life changed. It's so funny. I'm, I was thinking about this episode we did with Macy, and she was saying how important it is for your kids to feel good at something. Yeah. yeah like, man. or else they will they will go get into trouble. Yeah. Like, that's literally, like, whatever that thing is that you notice, like, nurture that shit. Thank God you went, they, I mean, I don't want to say thank God you beat up your teacher, but right. thank God you beat up your teacher. Yeah, 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 because sure. it, it brought you to your the purpose. Real, the real criminal. In, uh, in what other space and place would you have known, really, that acting and, like, that would be exactly. what, what was your outlet? Yeah. Probably is what you needed, your spirit. Spirit needed a space where you could play, and you were just fucking around in school, playing with niggas and getting in yeah, trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then yeah, so yeah, I think that that's the problem with a lot of people. Yeah. And so going back to what we were saying earlier, and our daughters, you know, I think that's one thing we got to tap into because to keep them away from all the craziness that the world has, they got to have like I don't know I could tell already your daughter got her own imagination. You know what I'm saying? Just like mine's, they mm-hmm. in their own world. And it's keeping that shit alive before the outside world kills it. Like it killed ours. Mm, right. You feel me? Like it's trying to keep that shit alive is the goal. 
you know, and I think it's having a good system. Like my baby mama is a great baby mother. You know, I, I lucked up. I know my daughter good. I ain't got to worry about it. I know she getting good. She's going to be fed great. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mentally and physically. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I'm not around. And uh, it's, it's and that has a lot to do with shit she been through and shit like that. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, I, I lucked up. And a lot, a, lot, a lot of niggas don't have that. They don't mm. got that. They out here dealing with, you know, a lot of crazy shit out here. Mm. I've seen it all. I got some homegirls that's crazy. <laughs> Listen, it goes both ways. Absolutely. It goes both ways. You know, we just have a platform where we're women and we talk a lot of shit. I love that. There also are some crazy baby mamas, but, you know, I think generally it's men to blame. (laughs) (laughs) Not for the most part. It started with the Knicks. I see both sides. I'm just... All right, well, I, I know this y'all show, but I, I just got some questions though. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, please go do. for it. All right, so I've been I've been um, struggling with feeling like masculinity is dying. Mm. I've been seeing a lot of memes and things and commentary. Like on even this. today, this nigga Drake come out with his nails painted and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What color were they? They were yellow. <laughs> they matched his jacket. Yellow? Huh. Yeah. I thought they were going to be black. I need to see they a picture of this. Yeah, they were yellow. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> I had some things I need to talk to you guys about. Wait, okay. No, seriously. <laughs> so, like, the death of masculinity, I feel like it's happening, and I feel like when you try to, as a man, fight for it, you, you don't need to look that as homophobic or you look that as, uh, you know, just being reckless, you know? Um, I've missed the days like niggas don't arm wrestle no more. Like you see this, like yellow's an interesting choice. <sighs> I mean, it is just paint, James. No, I'm, I'm this is an example. But I understand Even your in the NBA stance. back in the day, uh, Doctor J. Them niggas had afros really, and fades. Uh, now it's more. So, you know what it's more so about is uh, can we have anything for ourselves? I, you feel there, me? There's certain shit that I feel as a woman I want for my motherfucking self. I really don't f- care to share those things with you. I don't care to share them. I don't know if nail painting is one of them. I don't know. I think I don't. That's not one of them. But I understand the this. There is like a softness, but I think it's because there's a men are also they want to be more vulnerable. So there is a vulnerability that men I think are are trying to tap into, and I think sometimes even. Other men and women, I don't know, like we hold them to this standard where they aren't allowed to tap into that. But then there's also just, I think this is just for attention. Drake just wants attention. No, this, this is, is an example. I'm not even, but like, I'm not, not even Drake. That's, I get it. Like, I get okay, my nails like, done sometime. I get it. Like, I want to be get, fresh. You don't get yellow. I mean, I don't, yellow. I don't really care about nails, but I do think, I think that masculinity is a dying I feel like thing. it's reversing and the females are becoming more masculine. And I think that that's making the niggas that are fighting for the masculine being like, yo, we about to lose this shit. And that's why the best way to save for us men like that, that's why it goes back to what I was saying, where you got to settle down because, nigga, if you out here trying to... Well, there's more women than men in the world. And if the men continue to be dumb, like women will take over and we will be imbalanced. And that is not, and that is not necessarily a good thing. I don't, I don't think so. I do think that women, there is a, there is a need to be led. We want to be led, but we have to be led by people that we think can lead. And men have held been, I think like, stuck in the space not all men let's not generalize all men but Mm -hmm. women we are more open to 
acknowledging the, the need of to grow, the want to grow, and reclaiming our powers in ways. And there's an imbalance that has happened because men have suppressed women, and now women are coming back into balance. And with that, like there's this instability that's happening. I think yeah, it will recalibrate. Like, I don't want to. It will recalibrate naturally. That's just what nature does. Yeah. But I think that there is a softness in men that I don't appreciate. Yes, there is. I, there's. I like a masculine man, but however, an alpha or masculine man has also been cloaked in immense insecurity. So it's very unclear what mm. what is the definition. Well, I, who I, is real well, here? But I think when, when I say there's like there's wait, a, wait, wait, hold on. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? I think that generally men that are alpha. I don't want to say facing, but like really like want to exude that. And that is how they define themselves typically are very insecure. I think that the real masculine man doesn't have to do that. He just shows up and isn't intimidated by femininity. I don't and isn't think it's intimidated. I think it's more of a noise. There's an intimidation that alpha fake alpha men have around femininity and even femininity showing up in men because they're, men are half feminine. They're, men, men are feminine also. There's femininity in men. Niggas don't arm wrestle no more. <laughs> you remember when niggas used to arm wrestle? Y'all remember the fucking American gladiators? Oh, niggas what? used to what? battle. <laughs> you remember the American gladiators? Battle. Buff nigga come this out, jump out, got a lot. This is niggas don't arm. You try to arm wrestle, nigga. It's like what? You know what? You're right. The, no, you it's a fact. Bring it's back like, arm wrestling. Yo, bring niggas arm wrestle again, they dog. Should, they should just punch each other in the face a little bit more. Yeah, like I fuck. agree that people. I don't know if they need to punch each other in the face. I think that some people only respond to violence, and that is true. And that is <laughs> yo, and I that know. is true amongst. Especially, that is toxic, okay? We need to stop that. We no, do not need to respond. True. You need to get some help, okay? That, we need to stop the violence. Of, I feel like there's a level of, like, violence that has to happen within masculinity. You know who be whooping <laughs> each other ass? The, 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 Where did violence come from? <laughs> violence has nothing to do with masculinity. I see a lot of the my same sex homies yes, that be whooping each other. Does I don't necessarily mean neg- like negative violence. Like I'm gonna kill you, nigga. But there's a what level about of- your same sex homies? I got some homies. Okay, I got homies that's gay, like good friends. But <laughs> these niggas be whooping each other ass. They do. And we need to stop the same with the females. This they be beating the fuck out of each other. One time I was in Hollywood and I see some niggas fighting and they start making out. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Where is the masculinity going? That's different. You just saw it. They were fighting. They were fighting. That's like, yeah. yo, nigga, do the nigga. But then it's balance. like, I it's love, I love it's you. That's toxic. Balance. But that's not love. That's toxic. That's that, not that love, y'all. That can happen in heterosexual it's relationships, too. You I've ain't got to do all that. It's people that's, it's people that's could be in great relationships. It's women that are losing great men. I don't mean because they want to argue. Like, like, evil violent like but like some you have to exude sometimes you have to exert your masculinity on a nigga and that doesn't mean that you are oh no erica you should never have to do that (laughs) i do because you're a woman you're a woman why are you yo all right let me give you an example let me give you some people only respond to violence erica you're not security okay you're not security did you have to be i didn't they did not me no, no, that's no. their job right okay yours? i feel you no i'm oh. saying men amongst oh. men oh men amongst men i'm not okay. saying they we say, have to be up. women no <laughs> I'm, <laughs> no i'm talking amongst men 
Men don't yes. need to be. I mean, I feel you, but it's it's like all right. I, I, I'm not saying I condone violence. It's like it's like that animals is the in only the jungle. Option that that is the only way someone will get it and understand. But no, nah, that's not the only way. But I feel you. You thinking think like animals evolved. in the jungle? <laughs> I think you thinking about gorillas and and like and bears and shit, <laughs> tigers and lions? Yeah, I think that's think how they solve problems. Primal. But we can talk. We can communicate. Yeah, we can. And we, we cannot <laughs> communicate. We can decide to move the fuck on with our life. Sometimes we without can. violence. Sometimes. Those people need help. <laughs> exactly. Or people. violence. I need America. America. I need y'all to learn how to fucking let shit or go. Violence. Okay. No violence. We need to stop violence. Niggas is dying. Niggas is, we need, we losing enough black people, okay? Let's stop the violence, y'all. For real. Yes, okay, Pastor Weed. You know what? I, I respect this. You know, I feel like I've, I've gotten the message. I Yo, feel... I've, I've had brother, my brother-in-law is a crackhead. Okay. I've whooped his ass so many times. It didn't work. <laughs> the nigga came back still on crack. Violence does not work. That was the time I learned violence doesn't work. <laughs> okay, maybe you're right. Maybe so, you're right. That was a good. That was a good analogy. Oh, but yeah. So um, anyway, so the pastors talked to me, and now I'm saved, and I've changed my. Yeah, I told her that. We I can, told her about my brother-in-law who on crack, and you can whip somebody on crack ass a million times, and they still gonna come back. Yeah, you told me, and then I said, <laughs> okay. That? That, I said, well, <laughs> I, I do know that, but when he put when he said it again, I remember, and I said, you know what? They have right. superpowers. <laughs> You know, I don't know. You know what? I just blame, I'm just going to blame the one, not the two weeds. <laughs> uh, it's the one, not the two. Maybe oh, it's the one. Not this is another thing I want to talk to y'all about. Okay. okay. I have a lot of friends, and I've been cutting them off when I see them in, engage in particular substance. Now, how do you guys feel about this? Do you guys draw a line? On drug uses? Yeah, on drug uses. Is it crystal drugs? meth, heroin, yeah. or crack? That's the only one. <laughs> I mean, I feel like those are the most harsh, hardcore ones. What is it? Is cocaine the hell of a drug for you? That's the you one. Even but, though you look like Rick James himself right now. Hey, hey, <laughs> I look like Rick James, but I don't. Cocaine you, ain't the shit for me. Are you saying people who abuse the drug or use it? Because you're in Hollywood. Like you're not only are we really in Hollywood, specifically but like, you're the in people Ho- in Hollywood. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't gonna have no friends. <laughs> they're all hiding to you, right? They're, they're all hiding. They're like, oh shit, James, James coming. Okay, I don't want him to do that. You sick motherfuckers. All lying. I have news for you. Up when I walk in, I nigga. have news for you. They're hiding it from you. <laughs> they all, they I all, know what they, they do in the bathroom. They go in the bathroom in threes. Yeah, six they're, niggas they're in the bathroom. Yeah, now they One bring, no, they're only doing twos now because they know James is watching. Right. <laughs> they're like, they're like, I saw a pod. We have to go by ourselves. She's gonna kick it. No, out. but what? really, it, like you know, back in the day when I was in my party days, I didn't give a fuck. But then once. People start dying. You're right. I started to care a little bit more. Mm. But and they want them. They want to die. Right, so but you at the same, separate, so you don't, yeah. You know so what? it's I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like care too much. I, yeah, I want to be there. Like one time, I was DJing and a nigga died. I left immediately. Oh, really? Nigga had a, he fucking had an overdose right there. Okay, oh, no. well that's probably what, but that's probably the reason you had. That's a traumatic experience to be just DJing and someone dies. Yeah, so I, I think see. it's because my set was so fired that the nigga heart just was like boom. Well, I'm gonna have to come to this set fire. then. Wow. Now, see, it, no, you've been on my shit. Is it dance music? Up. No, nigga. Don't do hip hip hop, R and B. That's dance music. Oh, I thought you talked about EDM. No, nigga. All right, sorry. I'm sorry for calling you a nigga too. I got a little <laughs> I'm sorry talking. for calling you a nigga back. Oh, oh you guys just made up. That's so sweet. I do that. I, 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 know, I'm I just learned how to apologize. 
They I didn't pass it. They can apologize. Yeah, no. I just learned. A lot of y'all don't. Then I just learned. I'm happy you're exercising. No, that took, you know, I, it, it took me a minute to learn a few things, how to say thank you, how to apologize. Why thank you? I don't know. Like I just, you wouldn't say thank weird. you. Someone's just like nice to you. You're just like, it's a part of your gangster. You just like walk away awkwardly? I don't know. I told y'all I'm a rehabilitated person. When I was younger, I was crazy. Like, <laughs> like, younger as in like, last no. year. All right. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, like my my experience with James is that we always randomly see him at a party, and then we always are randomly like trying to go with him to the next party every time. Oh my god! Just never time I've, we've seen James, we're like, hey, take us with you. I'm like, why? Every time he probably thinks we're such a loser. No, no, no. Let me tell y'all, she, she, y'all smart because when me, if you see me out, no, it's a curated night. I'm not going out. I'm not a nigga that just go out. Especially in this part of the day. If I go out, what part of the day? I mean, as far as this part of my life. Oh, you know what I'm this is probably like three, this is like I think this is 2020. Yeah, we went to Coachella and you were going to a Jeremy Scott party or something. Yeah, you, were, yeah, you, you left us like you left. But us. it was right. It was I like, know for a fact wait, that James was like these bitches are high. But fuck we them. were so high. Oh yeah, high. I don't got no time for that shit. We I got were, zero tolerance. I never seen nigga walk so fast. He was like, "Yeah, you come." And then we started walking, and then we were taking too long. And he just started walking faster and faster and faster until he like. I was like, "Did he run? Like, where did he go? Like, are we hard? Is he trying to leave us?" Hey, you want to know something that that I don't think it was intentional. I that's something I still do today. Walk fast. I did that to my daughter the other day at the ball. I'm like, "Keep your ass up!" <laughs> All right, it's dangerous in this world. You sit here walking. You got to move with intent. That's what I tell my daughter. Move Yo. with intent. Move like you going somewhere. We tried to follow him when 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 we had just a Molly and mushrooms had hit at the very same time, hey, and the, so and the concert ended, and we were like, "Wait, wait. no!" We, with Q and Alana, they gave us oh, a Molly and some mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. we, we kept Yo, this, hey, this some of my best friends. They turned up. They turned up champions. They turned up champions. Yeah, and we tried to follow you to the Jeremy Scott party. We lost you. And I was like, "He loved." Wait, wait, and and you had these sweatpants on that make this. You know, like the, you know, like the. All I, I just like, all I remember is, and we were so hot. I was like, "All I hear is the sound. All I hear is the sound of the sound. He was like, "Shh," and then I'm like, and then it just got getting faster and faster. I'm like, he loves this. He's walking so Yo, fast. Why is... is he walking so fast? Wait, and then the most recent time, I don't know where we were, where we found you, but where we we somehow got got we went with you to murder on the Beats house. Oh, and oh, I just never knew in my life that like. I never, I hear murder on the beats on the songs, but yeah, I never no, seen, I never, I never, <laughs> yeah, never right. and I don't know if we got in the car with some people we didn't know, or we got in the car with you, and he was like, we got in the car with some people we didn't know, they were like his biggest fan. His homeboy, he was like, yeah, oh, you know. Yo, yo, <laughs> I never you. met this we dude, yeah, you. it was one of his boys that flew in from town, and he, it was like his childhood friend. Yeah, he was like, you know, he, he always been good. He he did, so yeah, he haven't he seen him since he's been successful. They put the nigga in the car with me and us. Yo, that shit was crazy. So when we got there, I was like, who the fuck? Are, whose house are we going like, to? Who's murdered on the beats and we Yo, get there? And, and he's... I've so, never seen that kid again. Since wait, but James, I saw him three days later and I was like... Hey, I was like... No, murdered on the beats. Oh, okay. And I was like, I was at your house. He was like, what? I was like, never mind. As, as we were leaving, a herd of bitches was coming in. I was like, oh my God. But he's like the whitest guy from like Ohio. No, he's not from fucking Ohio. Whatever. He's from like... He's from Canada. Okay. That's why I be in Canada all the time. Shout out to the six. All right, all my homies out there. Y'all been to Canada? Y'all been out there? Yeah, yeah. I've been to Vancouver. Vancouver is cool, but you got to get it. East Coast is way more lit. I've been to Toronto. I've been been to a few different places. 
Right. Anyway, just count on us to, when you see us out that we're tagging along. No, y'all, come on. This, y'all can come with me <laughs> This anytime. time we're not going to do, we're not going to do mushrooms and Molly's. So no, the keep good up. thing about y'all is, even Erica, y'all know how to have a good time. Y'all not going to come and be lame and shit. Y'all going to come and turn the fuck up, even if it's just y'all. <laughs> y'all going to be like, we don't need a lot. Just yeah. a good beat. <laughs> that's, you know, that's all I want. Like, I just, I want, I'm down to hang out with people to have fun. If you want some other shit, I'm leaving your ass. <sighs> Well, well, Pastor Weed, I, I don't want to keep you for too much longer, but my wig getting hot. Wig's getting hot. Okay, um, <laughs> the lights, lights look good on you. Though. I know that pastors, you know, y'all have a fruitful life. I'm, I'm assuming also maybe you know a sex life, and so we have a show, a segment on our show called Horror Stories. Wait, before we do the horror stories, should we do his tarot? Oh, tarot. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm interested now. That. Y'all about to we start getting. Give me a subscription. Um. I had to get this nigga tatted. This might be my first tattoo. You don't have no tattoos? No. Nah. Not one? Not one. Um, if it's not even like, no like praying hands or no, nothing like that? No. Okay. I just feel like, you know. Hey, Jeff. Go ahead, go ahead. Are you ready? Yeah. You ready, Pastor Weed? Upright, it means manifestation, financial opportunity, skill development. Here it says, the Page of Pentacles, like the pages of all four tarot suits, brings a welcome message of new beginnings, inspiration, and the initial stages of a creative project or venture. Since Pentacles rules the material realm and correspond to the element of Earth, this page symbolizes a burgeoning awareness of a value. Is that how you say that? Burg- okay. Bang it out. Burgeoning. <laughs> <laughs> you are funny, yo. You, know, yo, you should do comedy. You should do stand up. <laughs> Simple as a burgeoning <laughs> awareness of the value of money, wealth, possessions, career, and physical health, and how to manifest more of these material blessings. You welcome new opportunities to your material life, a new job, a new business, or a financial windfall, and wish to discover how to turn your dreams into reality. When the Page of Pentacles appears in a tarot reading, you are tapping into your ability to manifest a person, goal, or dream, and may be in the midst of a new project such as a hobby, business venture, or the start of a new educational experience. You are excited about the possibilities and potential of what you put your mind to, knowing you can create whatever you want with focus, intention, and action. It's his pull-out class. <laughs> it's the pull-out class. You, you it's might... a whole. It's a whole series of cl- courses led Course by one. Pastor, Pastor Weed. Weed. Honestly, we need a good mom. Uh, we need a guide to. Yeah, I got y'all. We need oh, Pastor that was, Weed's guide to pull it out. pulling out. I think that was very awesome. I needed to hear that. That was cool. And do you have some things on, like, some new ideas that you're bringing? Well, I mean, you see I'm here in this fucking room. This is literally <laughs> my fucking thing right now. Like, people are like, you know, I, I show it to a lot of places like this, and people don't take me serious, but I'm so fucking serious. You know what I'm saying? Because this is something I found that I loved, you know, during the pandemic, I was like so much shit going on. And when I put on this wig, when I put on this wig, I'm able to be, it's like, especially in the day and time we living in right now, where you literally, you can't say what you want to say no more. Literally you like, if y'all say some shit on this show right now, Somebody going to say some shit about it. I did just say that violence is the key. Yeah. You just said violence is the key to but if Pastor Weed speaks his mind, you can cancel Pastor Weed all you want. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. Jesus got his you back. You feel protected. Yeah, I feel a little more protected, mm. and it's way more fun. Mm. Like, the amount of fun I have. You So you think Pastor Weed is more fun than James Earl? 
Hell yeah. This nigga's 10 times more lit than James Earl. Mm. James Earl got a cutoff switch. Mm. You feel me? James Earl sleep at 6 o'clock. Mm. <laughs> nigga up at 5 a.m. Mm. You feel me? Pastor Weed is just high, high energy, high everything. He high. Mm. You feel me? And it's just high on life, high on everything. And it's, 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 the, it's the most fun I've had. You know, it just, I, I'm trying to find ways to make shit more fun. And I remember I was watching Damon Wayans, a documentary on Damon Wayans, and he was talking about how he used to go out. He did the same thing back in the day. Uh, he would go out dressed up as, I forgot the character he had, and uh, he went and Rick James seen him, and the nigga went and hung out with Rick James. He, like, his character was extra out. Like, his character had a fake dick. So, like, it was tight pants, fake dick, like, crazy wig, and he will like, go out to the club, and like just be like live the whole Ooh, day, and do whatever he wanted, and people would be like, "What the fuck?" Like <laughs> you, you know, and that was his thing. But I mean, for me, I feel like it's helping me with my stand up comedy shit. It's helping me creatively, and it's just fun as fuck. So yeah, that's why I'm like, this is it. Well, I love it. Thank you. I think I'm inspired. Do I need? Do we need I'm over in his method era. <laughs> I love it. Right, I mean, I've never been method. method. Like I said, everything I do is just a different version of me. Like I never fucking been able to just be like, fuck it. I love it. Switch it up. Start a church. I'm here. And for it's it. from my church from when I'm growing. Like every church I've been to, I never got to finish telling y'all the oh, church yeah, story. You didn't. Every church. So I ended up being a church minister, youth leader in the church, right? And so being a youth leader, you like are a mentor to other teenagers your age, you know? So, you know, friends you go to school with. And your job is to recruit and like uh, share your faith and like uh, baptize your friends. Oh, wow. So I used to go and like, I'll meet people. I'll go to the mall and I'll like see somebody. I'll go and we called it sharing your faith. So I used to go and I used to share my faith and I used to baptize. I used to get my homies baptized and shit. Niggas changing their lives and shit. But then as I got older, I was like, nigga, I want to, I want to make some money. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to get paid. I want to live my dream and shit. So I kind of like, and then I started seeing other parts of the, the church shit, you know, the money part, the business part. And like, niggas, you wasn't adding up. The, and then again, the day that changed me is when I heard one of the preachers curse. In the James, back. I mean, Pastor Weed. The nigga curse. <laughs> and I was like, what? It changed it all the lie. No. And, but then at the same time, it was the realest shit I needed to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this nigga's a human too. He's a human. It's all an act. These it's niggas all, the act. Like, mm. We're all just human. You can be as religious as you want. You can believe as you want. But when we're going all up just to, human. When you're going up to like, say if you, they, they'll tell you to do different things every week. So one week you'll be uh, doing the offering. Another week you'll do the communion. And this is like a script. It's like a certain thing you got to say. You get a scripture out of the Bible that goes with, uh, convincing people how to donate or give money. You know what I'm saying? You just you find something this. that's appropriate yeah, for what you need that exactly. day. Exactly. And then you say this shit as long as it make people give money. You know what I'm saying? And so I just started seeing that. And then after church, we all was smoking weed in the back. Mm-hmm. And you worried about this nigga cursing? You smoking weed in the back? This was later. After I started getting <laughs> seeing the ropes and stuff, I started going to other churches. Okay, you know what I'm saying? To, yeah, back. I started seeing the real shit. And I'm like, man, what the fuck? And I just stopped going to church for a while. And then I was always spiritual. I'm still am. Like, I'm very tapped into all different type of religions, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just specific to one thing. I'm spiritual in every every area, you know? So um, I just was like, yo, I need to fucking, you know, switch it up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's how I became a, a preacher. But then I stopped and I started smoking at church because I was like, yo, we need a place where niggas can go. During the pandemic, I was watching T.D. Jake smoking weed and shit. 
<laughs> and I was like, like yo, this is what I need in my this life. This is what people need. Like, niggas need that. They need no filter. They need a word. But yeah, like, how many behind. churches you see and they make uh, people feel bad for being gay? Nigga, right. just come to church. You right. gay. Yeah, right. It's okay. Nigga, yeah. come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Then they just have just gay churches. Yeah, like, it's just weird. It's so, it's so, uh, it's so, they discriminate so much. You know what I'm saying? But it's supposed to be this open place. So I'm like, yo, I want to create a church. It's not a real church. It's a comedy show. You know what I'm saying? But I have moments where I, I get in there and I like share shit about life and the things that I connect with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was talking about the riches and the wealth and having riches within you. A lot of times we search for money. But we forget to build up our own, you know, brains and shit. So we can use the riches within us to create and make the money. Right. You know, like niggas think they get an idea off of seeing some shit. It's from the knowledge you build up within yourself. That's how you make up ideas to do shit. Right. You right. know, so. Definitely the sermon from the good moms, the church of good moms. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yep. yep. <laughs> Yeah, what would, what would be your preacher voice? How would you talk? <laughs> well, <laughs> we all gathered here today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe my sexy voice, so that my yeah. maybe just we are gathered here today. <laughs> you know that the M there say. Now, if you have sinned before, that's okay. We are here to tell you we love you. Jesus loves you, and today we can forgive all your sins. You know they'd make you like give your life to Jesus right there on the spot. If you donate to Good Moms Bad Choices, yeah. cash up us at Good Moms. I like those. I like those female preachers. That's aggressive as fuck. <laughs> that's just, not like that's like a, like that a porn category. Fucking going ham, right? Aggressive. Is <laughs> that your preacher. porn category, James? Aggressive <laughs> pastor. Reed. She's like, now pull that dick out. <laughs> give me that dick. Hallelujah. Put your hand up, nigga. Lay hands on that dick. Everybody reach your hands towards that dick. And say thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God. Don't you let that dick down. Pick it up. Keep it up. Keep it up, nigga. Now post. Now pose in the name of Jesus. Oh, my God. He starts speaking in tongues. Yeah. That's what really starts to Oh, I was in the youth group too until they started doing tongues, and I said, "Oh no, no, no!" It was too much too soon. <laughs> I was like, "Too wishy for you." Me and Danielle were like, "We gotta get the fuck out of here." Yeah. Well, I was like, "It might be a cult." <laughs> Yo, are you talking about that church in the valley? Yeah, church on the way. I don't know the name of it, but is it African church or something? No, I don't go to African church. I went to the regular white church, church on Sherman Way. Oh, it's this church in the valley I've been hearing about. It's a mega church. And they do the African shit. They be like, they're doing the shit. What? It's in I'm the battle. Check them out. And it's an actor. Yo, you know that movie? Should we go for inspo? Yo, I don't know if I want to say. But you know that movie uh, that Tiana Taylor just did? Oh, that okay. That, that one that's getting a lot of attention. Yeah, the, I can't the, uh, the guy that played her husband is like the lead pastor at that church. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. A- actor preacher. Actor preacher. So LA. It's very LA. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into that. I'm starting. Hey, come join my church, goddammit. I'll come. If I can smoke at the sermon, I'll come. Yeah, I'll do, do a live show like once a month. We got to dress know. a certain way too? No, that's what I'm saying. As long as you know why Jesus is. We can truly come as we are? 100%. Okay. <laughs> One time when I was in college, I was I don't know why I did this. I went to church because they were like, it's a come as you are church. But I was wearing the tiniest little dress. And I knew. I just didn't feel like changing. And let I was let like. Let me tell you, some, somebody appreciated that. <laughs> I was just thinking, why would I do that? Like, disrespectful a little bit. Just, just being just a rebel. Like, I just didn't care. I was like, are you going to accept me, Jesus? How about dad? Do you love me now? <laughs> How about now? Um, Ain't nothing better than going to church and just a, somebody, a girl walked down in a sundress with the biggest ass. 
Going straight to the front. The best time of church. Even the pastor stopped for a minute. Like, <laughs> hold on, quiet. Let's just get a break real quick. <laughs> get a praise break for that ass coming down the road. <laughs> yeah, but oh man. Speaking of that ass, <laughs> you have a horror for us today. Oh right, a pastor, horror story. Pastor Reed. Man, all right, look, all right. I don't have a horse. I, this is the only story I got for y'all. All right. So, have y'all ever been cheated on? Of course. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, me particularly, I'm very, uh, I'm very specific with uh, who and how I deal with people. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't really, I try not to get in whole phases and whole situations. You know what I'm saying? I try to keep it straightforward and clean and clear. So you have one night stands. Because I, I don't. But you know what? <laughs> when I did, didn't turn out well, fellas. All right? I do not fuck with one night stands. All right? I'm a DJ. You know what I'm saying? This ass all around. I turn it down all the time now. All right? No, none of that shit. Especially in certain parts of America, like Miami, Vegas, New York. Keep your dick up in those places. Okay? Please. Bye. Why? You think those are the girls that like get you? Those are the girls and the people that are carrying shit. Okay, <laughs> they they packing more than ass and titties. Okay, like they got some other shit. That's they the got ass. diseases. They got uh, extra shit you didn't know about. Like oh, they, that like fluffy hey bro, pussy. I think I think like fluffy p- <laughs> like, pussy shots. Not Miami. One time I dated a girl, I didn't know her whole body was done until she told me that she had an amazing doctor. And she did her whole body. Did you feel... Did you reap the benefits? Did you enjoy did it? Did you feel like you were like... I enjoyed it, but then after the fact, I, I felt weird about it. Could you, I could felt you lied to. You didn't know her. Like, who? what did you look like before? Exactly. Shit? Like, who are you? <laughs> feel me? Like, you see uh, Kim Ye, all them kids, and all them, they, them kids don't look like Kim. <laughs> they look like Ye, though. You feel me? So I just was like, shit like that, I just, I need to know. I need to have a awareness of in advance. Mm. I can't just have shit like that popping up on me three months, six months later. You find out, you know, some crazy shit. Like one of my homeboys, he, he was dating uh, a girl that was a man for a minute. Did, never knew. Mm. Never knew. Wait, so how did he find was out? he having Is sex? That- she did not want to have sex until marriage. Um, um, did, did, you, did you see him? Dick sucking? <laughs> Did he get dick sucked? He got his dick sucked. Yo, y'all both questions were hilarious. <laughs> did you see her? And did he get his dick sucked? Uh, <laughs> I, feel like these are, I feel like these are pretty straightforward questions. I think that it is know. not okay to not disclose your entire journey to to yeah, someone. Yeah. That I, I don't. I, you meet a nigga in the club, y'all hitting it off. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if you cha- like if everything is switched. I yep. th- just like. I, you deserve to know I have a kid. Like, hey, right. my name is like. There's basic shit that. Now like, I will say that I've been guilty of that. I've been I've dealt with somebody before that I felt like I did not want to know my personal life because I didn't know who they were, and so I didn't tell them my personal life because I was like I didn't know if this shit was gonna be something, anything. And yo, sometimes personal life and I. Yo, People, we got to protect our personal lives because we don't have, we actually, a lot of people don't even have a personal life anymore. Their whole life is on the internet. So I feel like it's so important to fucking protect your personal life. Like me, I don't like, uh, you know, I post my daughter on uh, fucking, you know, Instagram stories all the time, but like a picture of her on there all the time. Like I do T, I remember I did Glee 
and I was a bully on Glee. And so every week for three years, people would take my photo and like put it on other shit and just do shit and like put it online. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, yo, we it's going to get to a point in, the, in this world where nobody's going to have any personal life. Everybody's going to know about everybody's shit. And I'm like, yo, when it comes to me, I need to have some kind of pride. I need to be able to go home and shit. Do y'all, are y'all able to do that? You feel like you're able to go home and shut it off? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not like a post everything type of it. Or even just your whole business in your life, just everything you're doing. It's hard to, but I do. I can. Cool. Yes. But I also think because we are we share a lot, like there's limits. Yeah, is there things y'all don't know about each other? About each other? Is there something about you guys that y'all just keep to yourself? We better keep it for like a 2 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's different for women, though. Like, everything is so out there. And I think that needs to, y'all need to pull back. I mean, I'm sure we have bit. secrets. Some girls, some girls Nothing be getting crazy. Like, I'm sure, like, I don't know what everything that Jamila did last week. Like, it's like she don't know every goddamn thing I did. But I'm she just saying, it's, it could be like something. I'm just, I just was wondering. Because I feel like it's that's not a thing anymore. Like, everybody knows they well, host thing to share amongst your people, your friend. It's another thing to share all this information with people. Girls be friends for three months. They be best friends for two weeks. <laughs> Next thing you know, this bitch stole your clothes. I mean, no, I, I don't do that. I, I, mean, I think there's a very much power in sharing. And even amongst the people, like your sisters, your brothers, I think that there needs to be more sharing in that way. Do I think it needs to be sharing on social media? Probably not. But I do think... I think naturally, innately, humans are going to keep some shit to themselves, you know? But I do think that you can't fear, like, you know, sharing who, like, who you are. If there's things that you want to keep sacred for yourself, yeah. then do that shit, yeah, right? It's All, like, that's, you have the right to do that. But yeah, I think we overshare. But not being in fear of sharing, you know? Not, yeah, not like, I'm not going to tell this because, like, I don't know. Because yeah. you think someone's going to manipulate no, it no, or do something. People will sabotage you, yo. It's literally because of that. It's because sabotage exists still. <laughs> Niggas will sabotage your whole shit. All right? So you got to be careful who you're dealing with and who you're telling your information to. Okay, yes, that's true. Niggas is, people are scammers. Okay? <laughs> I have a good knack to Pastor that. Like, I, I, if, I, if I meet a new who bitch, you, Pastor I'm going to know if you're a scammer, bitch. You? Like, I'm not going to be like, I've been just burnt enough. I'm not, like, leaving my... I've like, had dated enough scammers for real. No, I'm not leaving my so birth crazy. certificate social. Hey, your like, kids will scam you. Okay? I used to scam my mama. I'm not... I'll beat my, my kids' daughter ass. My daughter just scammed me the other day. I feel like she was crying and then was like, haha, just kidding. She had real tears. And I was like, you're an actress. Like, for real. Damn. Crazy. Did you ever steal money from your mom? Of course. Everybody All has. the time. All the time. $20. Sometimes I get bold. I thought $100 once. I was like, yeah. she really, she really get I gave my here. daughter $100 to take her grandma out for her birthday. This She going to say, I'm going to go buy her a car. <laughs> I said, you don't know the value of money. We putting you in summer school. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But the, a car? <laughs> I was like, at first, I was like, you know what? Let's go. I'm going to take you to the dealership, and we're going to see what kind of car you're going to fucking get. You're going to leave out here with a toy car. <laughs> Barely. Um, you know, that's nice. probably a toy car, about 120 <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, that shit's going to be bored of uh, Now you're going to summer school. Okay, you guys, let's get out of here. Yes. We're high. This is good. Well, thank you so much. Yo, uh, I'm a big fan of Good Moms, Bad Choices. I, I mean, I remember when you first started this. And I've just so y'all know, when I got into doing podcasts, I used you guys as a blueprint of how y'all was doing y'all shit. Oh, so thank you guys so thank much. You. Thank you. A man learning from beautiful women. Okay. 
which is okay to do. Even that podcast. Not okay. Yo, <laughs> yeah, niggas that is okay. okay. Yo, you know, <laughs> you remember that the, the movement <laughs> podcast thing, the podcast thing, movement podcast movement. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I went there because of y'all. Oh, you did? Yeah, I went to the I whole shit. We're yeah, selling podcast movement tickets, goddamn. <laughs> I went there because of y'all. Now, I learned, I, what I learned out of there was that uh, anybody could do this shit, y'all. You can do this shit, okay? But it was it was, it was was very inspiring to see y'all. And then even still, like, traveling the world, traveling the States, y'all doing y'all live shit. Like, one day, that's some shit I want to do, so. And you will. Do y'all thing, man. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thank one you. day, we're going to have y'all smoking at church. Come on. We're here. We we're might ready. just use this. We already kind of did it. We ready. We yeah. can do a fresh one. We should do a live one. one. I feel like we got to be in your element. I want to oh, yeah, you got to have some lights. Yeah, and also, like, I want a handheld mic. Oh, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah, we could, and I want y'all to come when y'all come. I want y'all to do a sermon. We, oh yeah, we so I will. want y'all to collab on some just shit that y'all just want to really. Well, you know we're authors, so I know. we have no. Hey, shouts out to the book. We're also retreat leaders and healers, so we we do a lot of. We y'all gonna do a co-ed retreat soon? Yo. I got a spot for y'all for a retreat. Talk to me after this. Okay. I got some shit for y'all. You're, are you a locations manager? I'm an everything man. Let me tell you, I'm a real... You're hired. You're uh, a locations I'm a manager. I'm everything man. I got plugs all around the world. He really does. He really does. Can, can you open for our LA show, Pastor Weed? 100%. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Turn up. I'm at, we, okay, we'll talk after this. <laughs> so tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me, James Earl, at James Earl 3. That's my Instagram if you want to talk to the pastor, Smoking at Church is my Instagram, at Smoking at Church, no G. You can check out our podcast on All Things Comedy Network, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. It's called Smoking at Church. Uh, I put out an episode every Sunday. And, uh, yeah, we got some cool interviews and live shows we do. And uh, it's it's a good time. So y'all come join us. And everybody's welcome. If you're a rapper, trapper, stripper, if you owe money, on your mortgage, you can still come to church, okay, and give a testimony. And maybe we made some money for you to help put something on that bill. All right? It's a real church. It's a real church. That's some good salesmanship. Yeah. And then oh, we got we gotta work on our bills. And I, I don't forget about my pullout course. <laughs> my pullout course is coming next year, twenty twenty four. We're gonna do an eight pull out course, how to pull out eight different ways, how to pull out. Okay. I'm purchasing. No nut November. Is the, we gonna do it? No nut November. We gonna teach you how to pull out. No nut, nut November. November. Oh my god. Got y'all. But thank y'all. I love y'all so much. Oh, thank you. Thank we you love for you coming. You guys are great. And we'll link everything in the episode description. Make sure you go rate and review our podcast. Follow us on youtube subscribe. subscribe go buy our book our book a good mom's guide to making bad choices if you haven't bought it make sure you go check that out you can also listen to it on audible and audio if you like the sound of our voice and if you're looking to get away sexy mom voices sexy mom voice and if you're looking to get away come to the good vibe retreat with these two sexy voices that's right meet us in sayulita mexico on july 5th and july 12th and um we love you goodbye bye bye